0: Stories with a particular structure have a disproportionate currency. I'm delighted to see in a brand level that KFC is starting to talk about Colonel Sanders more, because it's an extraordinary story where he basically founded KFC when he was 65. Now, that's an incredible story of what you might call late-stage innovation in a a human life, having spent his life perfecting the pressure cooker, inventing and perfecting Uh, ways of flavoring and cooking chicken. And I would think once you know that story, you never think of KFC in the same way. Hey guys, welcome back to the Brain and Brand Show. I'm Timothy Maurice. And thanks for downloading part three of our three-part Applied Behavioral Science series. In the first two episodes, I shared four ways to apply behavioral psychology and design principles so that you can help your clients, customers, and other key relationships in order to connect and commit to your ideas and products. My goal was to give you three short episodes under 20 minutes each to help you nudge people along so that they can overcome decision-making hurdles. Also, if you can build a better and more powerful brand by using these brain science principles, well then, that also makes me happy. If you haven't listened to the first two episodes, make sure you go back and listen to them to get the full series. I've noticed in the podcast ranking charts a few new countries have come on board. Listeners continue to come in from all across the world. If you are new, thanks so much for taking this journey with me. For all of you who are firmly locked into the Brain & Brand ride, I appreciate you as well. Remember to drop me a comment and rate the show. It makes a huge difference to how the platform you're listening on, how they promote the show. Today in this last part of the series... I'm sharing three behavioral effects. I'm going to go through them fairly quickly with the main goal to simplify the ideas and give you a quick way to implement them into your communications, branding, and relationship building strategies. And remember, there will be links in the show notes so you can explore the ideas further if you're a little bit brainy and want to go much deeper. Here we go. Number one is the network effect. If you own a telephone, but no one else does, the phone is of no value. But the more people get phones, the more valuable your phone becomes. The same with social media platforms. What good would Twitter be if you're the only one tweeting? Or imagine Instagram or TikTok if it was just you and one other person. The more people networked into a community, the more value each member can get. You can apply this quite simply. You can communicate and make explicit the impact and the effects that your clients will get from joining you and others in your community. Those who follow my podcast are starting to get this network effect benefit, all because the community is growing and beginning to connect across my social media. By the way, if you're on Instagram, you can follow me at InstaTimothy on Twitter, at Timothy Maurice, or you can just search my name on LinkedIn. The effect is really powerful when you tell stories that amplify the broader network value. An example would be sharing a story about how those wearing your clothing brand are joining a community of people making a difference to the rural area where the fabrics are sourced and how each person wearing the garment contributes to the sustainability of that community. Telling that story changes everything, but more importantly, it shows that the margins change and the impact of that community change the more people are networked into the brand community. Okay, number two. Number two is the IKEA effect. The IKEA effect is where consumers place a much higher value on products they help create. To apply this effect, you can ask your customers to create their own list or rate their top products from your brand, or something as immersive as to get your clients to help design the solution that you're actually working on. This approach fully absorbs them and creates a much more powerful bonding effect. When the brain creates an additional pathway that's linked to your brand, it translates in a much deeper way. Practically, I often use my personal social media to get friends and followers to choose clothing for me or make strategic input. And by doing so, they are creating elements of my brand, triggering more loyalty. This is a virtual way to apply the effect if you don't have a physical product like furniture for the consumer to put together. Before I go to my third effect, check out this snippet from a recent episode with neuroscientist Dr. Tara Swart. If you think about how neuroplasticity works in the brain, there are a few mechanisms for building up these, p- these pathways in the brain for the way that we think or, you know, the job that we do or the skills that we learn. And so you can't really undo a certain way of thinking in your brain, you have to overwrite it with a new, desired way of thinking. I've been doing them for like over 10 years and I've convinced my friends to do the action boards too and that's it's worked really well for my friends, you know, I know people who got engaged, married, pregnant, started their own business. But when you suddenly get thousands of people that you don't know around the world saying that they've read it and they've made an action board and this has come true, it's actually quite mind-blowing, excuse the pun. There are so many inspiring episodes that you can go back and listen to, but I have a lot coming soon, so make sure you subscribe. Okay, number three is the Hawthorne effect. The Hawthorne effect is based on the fact that people change their behavior when they are being observed. So many studies bear this out, and as always, if you want to read some of these studies, I will put links in the show notes. As a social species, one of our greatest instincts is to ensure we are in good standing with other people, to appear like we are in harmony with others. To apply this effect, a range of studies have shown if you put a face above traffic lights, for example, people will illegally run through a red light less frequently or in a workplace context. One study showed that if you put eyeballs above a tip jar, in a canteen for example, people will tip more. You can design this effect into your strategy by making people aware that their teammates will be engaging them and observing them periodically. Ultimately, the goal is to create this subtle perception that people are being observed and watched. There's so many cool ways you can test this out. But here's one thing I'd like for you to try. If you're in a sales environment, you can have fun by asking people to use their phone. You could have people put a screensaver on their phone of the most successful salesperson's face. Unconsciously, this could trigger the effect and inspire more engagement. Ultimately, the principles are clear, but all of our environments are different. And if the latest research has shown us anything in behavioral science, it's that context and your unique situation matter. People are different in different parts of the world, but some aspects of this are very universal. Enjoy the journey of finding out what works best for you and those around you. I hope you enjoyed this series as much as I did and that you're as excited as I am about the future of decision-making and how to use behavioral science to help get people out of poverty, reduce misery and create optimal growth environments. Please share this episode with someone who wants to apply the best insights about the brain to their personal and professional journey. Until next time.